This is the Veterinary Life Coach Podcast with Dr. Julie Capel, episode number 43. Hey friends, welcome to the podcast. I'm excited today to bring you something a little different on the podcast. I want to do kind of a book review or an overview of a book that I really enjoy because I think that is sometimes useful to get a little bit of information out there in the world about particular personal growth books that worked really well for me that might also work well for you. So I want to talk about that today. And then next week, I'm super excited because I'm going to be recording a podcast with the associate veterinarians at my practice. We've decided to do a kind of interview roundtable discussion on working mothers and working parents. Uh, Two of my associate veterinarians have recently had babies. One of them has an infant and one of them has a baby that just turned one. And I think they would be a really great resource for those of you out there that are either currently parents or going to be parents that want to continue working in the veterinary field or in any field, really. So I'm hoping that between the three of us, uh, myself being a parent that has already gone through the whole child rearing thing, and now my children are adults, and then these two younger veterinarians that are new parents, that maybe we can bring a unique perspective to this whole discussion of working parents and how you work to get your work life in balance in order to have both of the things that you want. I know with myself, being a stay-at-home mom was not really an option for me, and I loved the excitement of working and the challenge of having children at home and trying to be a really good mother, and what does that look like? And um, I think these two women will bring you a unique perspective. I'm super excited about that. That is hopefully going to happen next week. We've got it set up. And we're going to be recording at work, so that will bring its unique challenges, but hopefully we can get that done. So look forward to that. I'll let you know if it gets delayed, but I'm hoping that will be next week's podcast. So today, as I said, I want to bring you a book. And this is a book that I've read, um, but it's been a little while, so I had to kind of reread it in order to bring you this podcast. But it's a book by John Maxwell, and I like John Maxwell's book because he's been writing about leadership for years, and he has a very unique way of presenting his material. It's great leadership advice, but he likes to package things in kind of bullet point formats, and he's very good at kind of narrowing concepts down into step-by-step instructions, if you will. And so I like that style. It really works for me. So this book that I'm going to talk about today is called The 15 Invaluable Laws of Growth. And John Maxwell wrote this book back in 2012. And if you're not familiar with John Maxwell, most of his books involve leadership. That is his um, primary focus. But he also does a lot on relationships and personal growth is 
far as it relates to leadership. In this particular book called The Laws of Growth, obviously, is about personal growth. And you know that I'm all about that. I'm just very passionate about personal growth and what we can all do to improve ourselves and create the things in our lives that we want to create. And that's kind of what this book is all about. Now, in the introduction, John talks about potential. And he talks about the fact that potential is a word that looks forward, an optimistic, hopeful word. And this book revolves around our human potential and what we can do in life to fulfill what we have inside of us. And this book is kind of the 15 ways that we can do that. And he goes into depth on each law. He calls them the laws. And I really don't think we're going to get through all 15 laws today, but I'm going to start with a couple and we'll see how far we get. And we can always revisit this on another podcast because I really enjoy this book. I think it's very useful, especially if we're in a rut, because this book will really push you out of your rut. So the first law that John talks about is the law of intentionality. And the subtitle of the chapter is Growth Doesn't Just Happen. So one of the points that he makes in this chapter is that growth, self-growth and personal growth is not an accident. And we have to understand that personal growth isn't just going to come by sitting back and waiting for things to happen. In our childhood, we just kind of grew. We didn't really have to do anything to grow as a child into an adult. But the point that John makes in this chapter is that if we just sit around in our adult life and wait for things to happen, that we're going to get frustrated and we're not going to be able to complete the things that we want to complete. One of the points he makes in this chapter is that you want to live as if you're in your future, being intentional about where you want to go. And that's not always easy because sometimes it's difficult for us to figure out where we want to go. And he talks a little bit about that. When you're in that space and you're thinking about personal growth, John says your brain will start to fight with you. It'll start to go negative. And we've talked about this before on the podcast about how that little chihuahua in your brain will cause you to go negative. And what John says is these are the things that your brain will say when you're trying to be intentional about growth. Your brain will say, I don't know how to grow. It's not the right time for me to begin growth. I'm afraid of making mistakes. I'm afraid of failure. Or I'm not inspired. I don't feel like it. I don't have the ambition. And then another thing your brain might say is, I thought this would be easier. I thought it would be easier to grow. And there's this really cool equation that John puts in the book, and I really like this. And if I can remember it, I'm going to put it on my refrigerator so I can look at it every day. But it basically says, and you've probably heard this before because I don't think it's original to John, but basically it says luck equals preparation, attitude, and action. And so the point is people don't just get lucky. People that have accomplished great things in their lives are intentional about it. They prepare, they do their homework, and then they're not afraid to take action. Because a lot of times that's what stops us. It's that thought that it's going to be hard, I could fail, and that it's, it's not something that comes easy to me. 
in the book, John lists this quote by Bruce Springsteen, and I thought this was really cool because this is a great example of this intentionality principle. And Bruce Springsteen said, a time comes when you need to stop waiting for a man you want to become and start being the man you want to be. And isn't that true? If we just sit around and wait to become what we're going to become, we're not going to get anywhere. We actually have to be intentional. And that is this first law of intentionality. Now, John says, how do you become intentional? How do you become intentional about personal growth? The first thing he tells us is to ask yourself some hard questions. And the questions are, where do you want to go in your life? What direction do you want to go? What's the farthest you can imagine going? And then I would add another big question is, why do I feel it's impossible to grow? Why am I holding myself back? Why don't I want to grow? And that's a question that I would throw in there because I think that's part of it. It's part of the thing our brain tells us. So if you've ever been through this struggle in your life about feeling like you're in a rut, not really being able to make decisions, not really being confident about stepping out of your comfort zone, the point that John makes in this first chapter of the book is that it has to be an intentional decision. It has to be something that you decide to do on purpose. Because if you can't make an intentional decision and you don't decide on purpose what direction you want to head in, you're just going to continue to spiral and sit and wallow and not really step out and not really start to do it. So John says, once you ask yourself these questions, then just start doing. Because the biggest thief of intentionality is procrastination. The sentence that says, I'll do it later, I'll do it tomorrow. And I have a brain that's famous for wanting to procrastinate. You've heard me talk about it before on the podcast. I like to think I'm doing a lot of things, but instead I'm avoiding the thing that I should be doing. And it happens to me when I'm getting ready to record the podcast. I'll know that I want to do a podcast. I'll know what subject I want to do it on. I'll have an idea. I'll start an outline. And then I'll sit back and kind of stew on it and brew on it and procrastinate. It comes from the self-doubt. It comes from the voice in your head that says you can't do it or maybe it's not going to be any good. And so the phrase, I'll do it later, or I'll have time to do it later, or I'll start tomorrow, which is my famous diet slogan whenever I want to get on a better eating plan. It's always like, well, I'll start that tomorrow. That is the thief of personal growth. And that's the point that John's making in this chapter, which I think is really fascinating. And it's so true. And another thing he talks about in this intentionality chapter is that whole fear factor thing, which I just went off on a little bit, my own fear, and basically talks about facing your fear, the fear of failure, the fear of trading your secure place in the world for some unknown place that you want to go, the fear of being overextended, the financial fear of stepping out of your comfort zone if your personal growth involves taking a class that deals with payment or you have to pay somebody to coach you or if you have to pay for therapy, there's a fear of the financial 
overextension that could come from personal growth, the fear of what others might say or might think about what you're doing, and then the fear of the success that you might gain and what your peers are going to say, the fear of stepping out of the crowd. And that's so true. We have a tendency to want to just stay with our group, stay with the crowd. And if if you're with a crowd of people that aren't growing and aren't developing, and you're afraid to take that step because you think those people will criticize you or laugh at you or critique you, then you're holding yourself back. And I think you all know that by nature, I am a people pleaser. And when you're a people pleaser like I am, it's a struggle to step out of the crowd to rise above other people, to try something new, because you don't want people thinking ill of you. You don't want people criticizing you. And that is a thief of development. That will rob you of your ability to step out and do great things. So realize that. If you're like me and you like to people please, realize that that's part of the fear that you're feeling. So if we're going to go from accidentally growing or just sitting and letting life take us where it takes us to being intentional about growing. There's some examples that John gives between accidental growth and intentional growth. And so the accidental growth would be that my plan's going to start tomorrow. I'm just going to wait to grow. I'll figure it out. I'm going to only learn from my mistakes. I'm going to depend on good luck. I might talk big, but then I'm going to play it safe. I've got a victim mentality. And once I graduate from college, I'm just going to stop learning. All of those are that accidental growth pattern. If you want to intentionally grow, these are the things that you need to think. I'm going to start today. I'm going to take the responsibility to grow. I'm going to learn before I make mistakes. And if I do make mistakes, I'm going to learn from those mistakes. I'm going to be a hard worker and rely on that hard work and persevere. I'm going to fight for better habits and do a better job with my habits. I'm going to follow through. I'm going to focus. I'm going to take risks. I'm going to think like somebody that likes to learn. And I'm going to never stop growing. And that's what this book is all about. The 15 Laws of Growth. So if we're going to apply this law of intentionality to our life, John tells us that we're going to have to do a number of things. We're going to have to change the assumption that we're going to automatically grow and turn it into intentionality. We're going to get over the fact that we think we don't know how to grow and we're going to gain knowledge. We're going to search for knowledge on how to grow. We are going to understand that it's always the right time to grow and we're not going to procrastinate and we're going to get over our fear of making mistakes or failing and we're going to get over ourselves when it comes to perfectionism. We're going to realize that waiting to become perfect is going to get in our way of growth and we're going to stop comparing ourselves to other people because that's a growth killer. When you're constantly looking at other people and thinking that they're doing it better than you or they're ahead of you or something like that, you're always going to stop yourself and you're going to not step out. And then the last thing is you're going to realize that it's not going to be easy. 
your brain's going to say, ooh, this is hard. I thought this was going to be easier, but it's not going to be easy, and that's why it's growth. Okay, so that's the law of intentionality. And you can tell I love that one because I took a lot of time on it. So the second law that John has in his book is the law of awareness. And basically the idea is you must know yourself first in order to grow. And John says you must know yourself to grow yourself. And he is the king of making up these little rhymes. And so that's something fun about John. So if you read his books, you'll get all of these little rhymey things that he makes up, which is kind of interesting. So in this chapter, John talks about getting in touch with yourself and knowing who you are. And if you listen to me on the podcast, you'll know that I think this is really important. So in order to get into this growth mindset and get into this law of awareness, you have to understand what your strengths are, what your weaknesses are, what your interests are, and then what are the opportunities that are open to you. If you don't know these things about yourself, you're not going to be able to see where you are now, and therefore you're going to have a hard time getting that path to where you want to go. And then as you're learning, as you learn something, you've got to take that newly learned thing and then build upon that. So whatever you learned yesterday in your life, and this goes for personal growth, but it also goes for your work and being a parent and all the things in your life. If you can take the lessons that you learned yesterday and understand them and take them to heart, then you're going to be able to build on those and keep growing. And that's why being aware of yourself and aware of the things that are happening happening to you and why they're happening to you, that's why that's so important. So in this chapter of the book where John talks about the awareness piece, he talks about how there's three different kinds of people. There's people who don't know what they want to do, and those people are the ones that walk around confused. They don't have a purpose in their life, or they don't have a sense of purpose. They don't have a sense of direction. And if they are growing, they're unfocused. So they're accidentally growing. They're just dabbling dabbling in things, drifting around, and they don't reach their potential. They don't have a good idea of what they're aiming at. The second type of person he calls the people who know what they would like to do, but they just don't do it. So those are those wishers. Those are those frustrated people that say, well, I'm just stuck in this career. I'm just stuck in this job. I don't know what to do. And they get stressed out and frustrated because they just worry about what they're doing now and not really not really planning a way to get where they want to go. So they kind of know where they want to be, but they don't want to do the work to get there. They don't want to pay the price. They have this fear that prevents them from wanting to change. And then the third kind of person he talks about are the people who know what they want, know what they would like to do, and then do it. And those third kind of people are the ones that really know themselves. They have passion, they have focus, and they will grow in the areas that help them to move towards their purpose and their goals. And those people are the ones that become fulfilled. So the way that we need to move from the people that don't know what they want to do to the people who know what they want to do and do it is to really pay attention to your passions. 
So for me, I've always been passionate about action and helping people and doing things and leadership. I've always loved leadership. And that's one of the reasons that I love John Maxwell's book so much, because that's his focus. But I've always wanted to focus on my team and the people and developing myself in order to help them develop their selves and passing on what I know to people that I can help. And that's always been a passion of mine. And so my passion in helping other people and leadership developed itself into not only my veterinary career, but my desire to own my own practice and run my own practice. And then on top of that, my desire to become a strong leader and develop my people. And so in my life, that looked like getting a practice of my own, building that practice up, providing for my people continuing education opportunities, advancement opportunities in my life, getting on boards for the veterinary profession and becoming a leader and a better leader myself. And then it also bled over into my coaching because part of coaching is leadership and that passion for helping people. And so every day I work towards that. Every day I work towards growing myself so I can be a better leader, so I can be a better blog writer, I can be a better podcaster for you. And that's what that passion looks like. And having a vision out there of where you want to be and then planning your day around that is the key to growth. And that's basically what John's saying here. So if you're one of those people that really doesn't know where you want to go, John says there's some ways that you can figure that out. And that would be in trying to develop your passion, understand what you're passionate about, and then decide on what your purpose is going to be. And the first question John says you should ask is, do you like what you're doing now? And be brutally honest with yourself, because there's so many people out there that really don't like what they're doing. They don't like their job. They don't like their career. They don't know why they're doing it. And if the reason you're doing a job is to make a living, that's an okay reason. There's nothing wrong with that. We all have to at times do jobs that we don't necessarily love in order to reach a higher purpose. And sometimes that's just financial. But if you're in a place in your life where you're struggling to find your purpose and your passion and your job is a drag and you don't understand why, that's when you have to start doing some self-analysis and self-awareness. And that's what this chapter is about. So the question, do I like what I'm doing now? And then the next question, what would I like to do? Or what would you like to do? So John says you're never going to fulfill your life or feel fulfilled if you're doing work you despise. So if you have a passion, that's going to give you an advantage over other people because so many people are doing things that they don't really like. And so if you can find something that you truly enjoy and that you're passionate about, that's going to put you head and shoulders above everybody else. And then that passion and that focus is going to give you energy to work towards it. And then once you get that passion, then the next question is going to be, can I do this? Is it possible? Because there are some things that you're, you would love to do or you are passionate about that it's physically or emotionally or mentally impossible for you to do. And so that would be the example of something like, let's say I want to be 
the best tap dancer in the world. If that's what I was passionate about, and I really am passionate about tap dancing, but in reality, am I ever going to be the best tap dancer in the world? Probably not, but I can be the best tap dancer I want to be. And so that's the thing you have to look at. So if you're five foot tall, you're probably not going to be in the NBA. If you're one of those people that can't carry a tune, you're probably never going to be a world famous singer. So even if you're passionate about something, there are some limitations. One of the things that you have to be able to do in this awareness piece is know the difference between what you're good at and what you want. Because these things don't always match up. And also, know the difference between what drives you and what gives you satisfaction. Because there's a difference between being driven towards something and being satisfied with something. I think what he's saying there is you want to be able to be satisfied in the work itself and not necessarily the payoffs. Because some people are so focused on either making a lot of money or being famous or whatever it is they're focused on rather than the work itself. If you can't get joy out of the day-to-day work and just being satisfied that you're doing a good job and you're passionate about what you do, if you're always focused on the outcome, either financial or social or whatever the outcome is that you're focused on, your passion and your goals are not going to be in alignment and therefore you're not going to be able to grow in the direction you want to grow. Do the things you want to do align with your priorities, your values, and your morals? Because that is an important factor. If you have a priority of family life and the goal that you've chosen completely overrides your family life, then that isn't going to be fulfilling and that's not going to be a good path to personal growth. So all these things that John's talking about will create awareness for you. So in order to apply the law of awareness in your life, these are the things that you want to focus on. What would you like to do? What talents, skills, and opportunities do you possess that support your desire to do it? What are your motives for wanting to do it? What are the steps that you must take? And that would mean starting today to start doing what you want to do. So being aware includes action and accountability. And then who do you need to get advice from? Who can help you? That's all part of being aware. And then what price are you willing to pay? Are you willing to give up some time, resources? What are you willing to sacrifice? And then where exactly do you need to grow? So focus on your strengths and try to overcome the weaknesses that will keep you from focusing on your strengths. That will go a long way to applying the law of awareness to personal growth in your life. Okay, in the interest of time, because I don't think I'm going to get through all these 15 laws of growth in one podcast, but I definitely am going to come back to this book because I really do enjoy this book. The last law I'm going to talk about on this podcast is the law of consistency because I think it goes really well with these first two laws. And the law of consistency in John's book is law number five. So there's a lot more laws in this book and I'll come back to it on another podcast, hopefully. But anyway, if you get a chance, you can read it, read the book yourself. John's law of consistency says that motivation gets you going and discipline gets keeps you growing. 
So basically what he's saying in this law is that you have to be disciplined in order to achieve personal growth. A lot of times what will happen, and this happens to me as well, is I'll get really motivated when I first start working on something. I'll get very driven. I'll be focused. I'll really get going down that path to my personal growth. And then whatever that thing I'm focused on, I'll start to lose interest in. And this is part of my Enneagram 7 personality, but you'll see it in just human nature. A lot of times when something's new, it's exciting, we're focused on it, we're very motivated. And then once we get down to the nitty gritty day to day, constant battle of discipline, that's when we start to lose our focus. And so this law of consistency is super important. So what John says here is if you want to be more disciplined and consistent in your performance, you need to be more disciplined and consistent in your learning and growing. So keeping track of what exactly it is that you're needing to improve on in a step-by-step fashion, you have to get up every morning and look at what it is that you're going to do that day to continue down this path of personal growth. Do you know how you're supposed to improve? And then motivate yourself by matching the motivation to your personality style. And so for me, that would be when I'm trying to get motivated towards a goal is how am I going to keep myself interested? How am I going to keep from getting bored? Because I get bored easily on a lot of these things. And so for somebody like me, it might be scheduling my time in a varied fashion. And this is what really does work for me. When I get up in the morning and I do my morning routine and I plan my day, a lot of times I will plan it in small chunks because I can stay really focused and work really hard in small increments of time, but I really have a hard time sitting at a computer or a desk and staying focused for hours and hours and hours on end. And because I know that about myself, I know that if I want to get things done, I'm going to have to plan my day and give my brain a break. So my schedule looks like you're going to spend 30 minutes working on podcast number 43. Then you're going to take a 15-minute break, you're going to do some laundry, and then you're going to spend another 30 minutes working on podcast number 43 or whatever it is. But whatever I'm working on, I have to break up my day because that's my personality. And what John says in this book is that matching your motivation to your personality type is going to help you stay consistent in working on your growth journey. And if you're one of those people that is impatient, which I have a tendency to be, and so does John Maxwell. He talks about that in the book, that he's a very impatient person. So he's always thinking things are going to take less time than they do. So he says, if you're an impatient person like he is, and I am, that you have to learn to value the process. And what he means by that is, instead of just valuing the outcome or the result, that you need to value each little step. And so if I can remain focused on the little things I'm getting done and accomplishing rather than being impatient to get to the final goal, then I'm going to be more able to focus and get through the steps that it's going to take me to grow and do the things that I need to do. So the law of consistency has three main steps that John outlines. And the first one is align the methods of motivation to your personality type. 
So again, we talk about Myers-Briggs, we talk about DISC, we talk about Enneagram. Once you have a good handle on what makes you you and what kind of personality you have and how you tick, that's going to go a long way into helping you get into this consistency habit because you're going to understand how you need to outline your day for your personality type in order to make it work for you. The second thing he says is it's going to be really difficult for you to remain consistent and engaged if you don't value and appreciate the process. So he advises making a list of all the things that you like about personal growth and then really work at each item on that list. And then anything that you can find that motivates you will help you to better develop those personal growth habits. And the third thing he says about this law of consistency is the more wise that you have for pursuing personal growth is going to make you more likely to follow through. So if you can think of some immediate benefits for personal growth, as well as some long-term benefits, you're going to be more likely to keep focused and keep your vision or your eye on the prize, so to speak. And John says, any reason to grow is a good reason as long as it's your reason. And I think that is an awesome statement. I think it's amazing. So like your reason, like your reason for personal growth. So it's taken me a little while to get a good start on this book, but I think going through those three laws that I went through, law number one of intentionality, the law number two, which is awareness, and law number five, which is consistency, is a really good place to start on our journey to personal growth. And so I just want to give a shout out to John Maxwell. I've never met him personally, but I would love to, and hopefully someday I will. Um, but he has so many books out there that are so useful, but this is one of my favorites. So if you get a chance to read this book, go ahead and get a copy, either a hard copy or if you're an ebook reader, get the ebook and start to read about personal growth. I think what I may do if I can um, outline this a little bit more consistently the next time is I might go through some more of these rules. Um, because I think it's really helpful, and I hope that you found what we've talked about today to be helpful for you. But what I'd like to encourage you to do is to just really sit down and think about your own personal growth journey. And I think the fact that you're listening to, to me today is a good indicator that you are interested in personal growth, whether it's from the personal development standpoint and overcoming stress and overcoming your own anxiety or whether it's trying to develop yourself into being a good leader for the people that you work with or being a good colleague. But for whatever reason that you're listening to me and that you're interested in these concepts, I want you to really sit down and think about it because the more you self-reflect, the more you learn about yourself, and the more you understand where you're going on this journey, the more fulfilled you're going to feel and the less anxiety you're going to feel in your life and the more accomplished you're going to be. So whether it's leadership that you're interested in, if you're just interested in being a better person, a better parent, a better veterinarian, these are all things that you can work on in the realm of personal growth. So again, the book is The 15 Invaluable Laws of Growth by John Maxwell. I hope you've enjoyed this little taste of it that I've given you. I think that the concepts are truly amazing, and I hope that they ring true for you. 
I've really enjoyed our time today together on the podcast. I hope you have too. If you're liking what you hear on the podcast or you have some feedback for me, please contact me on my website. You can shoot me an email or my Facebook page. And then if you like what you're hearing and you can give me a five-star review on iTunes, that would be amazing because that'll get the podcast out there to more people and get more people involved in this conversation. If you're struggling today or you feel like you need help around any of the topics that we talk about on the podcast, please reach out for help. There's so many places that you can get help either through therapy or through coaching and don't suffer in silence. Remember that we're all in the same boat. We're all humans and we're all struggling in this world and we're all here to support each other. So reach out for help if you need to. So again, thanks for being with me today, for trying to learn and grow along with me. I really appreciate it. I look forward to it every week, and hopefully you'll listen to me next week with my two associate veterinarians, and we'll get back to John Maxwell on another podcast, and I'll have a little bit more time to go through more of his books. So thanks so much for listening today. I appreciate you all. I hope you have a beautiful, growing week, and I'll talk to you again next week. Thanks. Bye.